What's up, world? We are excited to announce our summer community drive. We are giving back pencils, paper, binders, folders, and sanitizers for teachers in our community. If you want to help us out, subscribe to our Patreon. All of the money raised on our Patreon goes to our community drives, and you get a bonus positive news episode every week. We appreciate all of you for listening to us. Now let's go to the positive news. What's up, world? Welcome to the positive truth, uplifting, and positive news to help you believe in yourself and the world around you. Tim, what are we trying to bring? Here at The Positive Truth, we're trying to bring awareness, empowerment, inspiration, optimism, and understanding to communities everywhere. Before we get started with these positive news stories, Michelle, tell the people what they can do to help us spread it. Please like, share, subscribe, rate, and review. A five-star rating with a comment will help us out so much and help us continue to spread positive news throughout the world. We also have a Patreon where you can get an extra positive news episode and have the opportunity to help us with our community drives. Check us out on Facebook and Instagram at The Positive Truth to view these news stories and more. JP, it's May now. Is it May? Yes. Oh, it's June. June? <laughs> it's May 31st. No, it just means we're talking about all the May stories today. Right Turn <laughs> up. This is one of my favorite episodes, I'm not going to lie. Yeah, favorite positive news stories of May 2020. My, one of my favorites is about Brooke Thomas. You all might remember this. She, when the coronavirus was happening, she was like, we should look out for the custodians that have to clean up everything and are risking themselves for, they're risking themselves to get sick to keep us all healthy. She had a great point. Incredible point because so often we overlook you know, people that help, like EMTs, nurses, doctors, police officers, teachers, janitors, anything that, like, helps our society function. And what she did is she's put a little post on Facebook. Our town custodial team deserves some serious recognition. Two explanation points. I imagine they're putting about 15-plus hours to the gay, not to mention while in protective gear, they're exposed to chemicals that are pretty harsh. And this virus and this mass p- pandemic... It's tough for them to have a working family and kids out there in school. I really appreciate them. She posted this on social media, started to GoFundMe, raised $7,000 for the janitors in her, her community. And it just shows you like, when that appreciation goes out to everyone in the community, it brings everyone together. That's why I really like this positive news story. Absolutely, man. That's, that positive news story is definitely one that I remember because I can remember all the janitorial staff, custodial staff that I've worked with or either went to school with that worked there and they were always the nicest people in the world man so the fact that community came together and did this for them is a beautiful story absolutely i love janitorial stuff i remember in college um like my whoever was cleaning my floor i'd always stop and talk to her because she was sweet she spoke spanish too so like we connected that way and just like every day seeing her just reminded me of my mom i love janitorial stuff they're amazing take that world <laughs> what do you got, Tim? Man, my one of my favorite positive news stories was about a 10-year-old girl named Chelsea. Her story to me was amazing because it's about art. I've recently, over the past couple years, I fell in love with painting a little bit, and it's a nice little hobby for me. But when she was seven years old, she kept asking her parents, Mom, I really want to start this nonprofit organization. She wanted to donate art supplies. Of course, at seven years old, her parents were like, no. But she kept asking every year. And at 10 years old, her parents finally were like, you know what, you've been asking enough. Let's go ahead and do this. So what they did was, through, a bir- through her birthday party, and for her birthday, she asked everybody that came to donate art supplies so she could donate them. She ended up donating 45 packages of art supplies. 
Now we're fast forwarding to her being 10 years old now in sixth grade, this pandemic hits. She realized there was a lot of kids at home, bored, not knowing what to do. A lot mm -hmm. of parents not knowing what to do for their kids. So what her and her parents decided to do through Chelsea's um, nonprofit, they put together as many art supply baskets as possible and they sent it out to all over the country to kids that needed it. They sent it out to homeless shelters, they sent it out to foster homes. It's just one of those beautiful things that a child thought of that I think is a beautiful story. Understatement of the century. Do silence. <laughs> what I like about the positive news story is just like, I really enjoy this. I don't want this to be taken away from anyone. I don't want this passion to be taken away from anyone and I'm gonna do what I can to make sure as many people as I can help can still enjoy their passion. That's true. I just love the fact that a little girl found joy in it because it helped her at one point in time mm -hmm. and she wanted to spread to other people that might need help. I just think the selfless act of a child is one of the dopest things in the world. It's so pure because you, ju you just know it's like coming from their heart. Exactly. She's not asking for anything about it. What does a 10 year old need? Exactly. <laughs> the youth are awesome with the Positive Truth Podcast. Do sabes. What do yeah. you got, Michelle? So one of my favorite stories is actually the one about um, the beagles and bloodhounds that are being trained to protect wildlife. So there's an organization called the com uh, Company Conservation Phil Company. And what they do is basically they help train these dogs to be able to sniff out poachers um, and protect uh, rhinos in South Africa. So I really like it. I love dogs. Um, I think they're really unique and they're just so smart. They can pick up such unique things. And I love that an organization is using their knowledge, a dog's knowledge to help another species. So I think it's pretty dope. How do you feel about that, Tim? Dude, I love rhinos, man. I love the little birds that hang around them and I love oh, dude, dogs. Yeah. So it's, it's a win-win situation for me, man. The little birds that hang it and the ones that clean out their teeth. Yeah, man. They, They're pretty they, dope. And they warn them from like uh, poultry, poachers and stuff too. Yeah. These birds are dope, man. Nice. <laughs> so usually we do audio meditation, but it's the favorite positive news stories of the month. So we donate every month. Our, if you join our Patreon, you can tell us where to donate. And we're donating to the literature circles of literature lovers. It's a teacher here in Oklahoma City. He's trying to... He doesn't have enough money to buy books for his students. Mm -hmm. He wants to talk about the Holocaust because he feels like they can engage the students in critical thinking and reflection as they read, discuss, and respond to the books in this time period. And they can think about certain social injustices they're having today and how they can help out with them. We're donating to the cause. Help him get those books. Awesome shout out by the Patreon to help us suggest this. If you join the Patreon, you can tell us where to donate. It doesn't have to be in Oklahoma City. And yeah, how do you all feel about that? Yeah, I love it. One of my favorite movies I've ever seen was called Freedom Riders. I love that movie. Okay, cool. So we've all watched it, and it was basically about a, a teacher donating books, getting another job to buy books to talk about the Holocaust, the exact same thing that this man is doing or trying to do. So I'm glad that we're a part of helping that, that journey for him. I know the impact that she made in that movie. I don't want to say too much. Go out there and watch that. It's on Netflix right now. I love it. I don't want to disappoint you both. I've never seen it. Oh, I know. Oh, you didn't disappoint me at all. But I guarantee you, you probably know about where the Freedom Riders came from. The Freedom Riders during the Civil War. I know you know all about that. So it's all good, JP, man. <laughs> it's all good. You need to watch it. It's a good movie. It's, really it's got good, good, you good would acting. Enjoy it. Like it's it's a powerful movie. I watched it in like middle school. And it, they made it a thing just to show us every year. And it's Definitely. a pretty powerful movie. Definitely inspirational. Yeah. I'll get on that. Cool. cool. <laughs> <laughs> what do you got for us, JP? Um, 
my next favorite positive news story I feel like I had to talk about someone that graduated because Michelle yeah you graduated didn't get a ceremony or anything yeah it's okay though it is okay but I want to give a shout out to Anna Rose she became the first person with Down syndrome to graduate from Ronan Rowan University shout out to her your disability does not define you you can do anything you want yeah especially here at the positive truth podcast what was her name Anne? Rose. Anna Rose. Anna Rose. I know Edna's Shout like somewhere at the house in the kitchen somewhere probably. Yeah! She listens to the podcast when she does the dishes all the time. I know she's out there when you said that, man. Her, her uh, disability does not define her at all, man. I think it's awesome. Her GPA was incredibly high too, right? Uh, only 3.46. Dude, that's high. That's amazing. In I, college? I would be sarcastic. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, shout out to her. What do you got, Tim? Man, one of my uh, favorite stories was about a man named JP. I talked about him recently on our Inspirational Monday. But for me, I love this story because this man was living his dream. He was a real estate agent, a chef, just in his 30s, living the best life he possibly could live. And then he got addicted to drugs and went downhill from there. And what saved his life, he was, you know, living under a bridge and watch all these runners run in Boston. And he realized, you know what? Like, running is like life. I just gotta keep moving forward every single day, so I'm gonna live the rest of my life trying to do good for others. And for the next 30 years, this man was doing all kinds of superhero things while going to run in races. He saved somebody from getting mugged, almost got jumped, and then when the cops came, he took off and went to go run in his race. He saved somebody from a, a child and a mom from a burning car. He saved somebody from a burning building. He's done all kinds of things for 30 years to make up all the bad things he did when he was in his early 30s. And to me, I loved it so much because not a lot of people find inspiration in running. They think it's painful, right? Mm -hmm. I've had this conversation with people for years. But those people that find the beauty in running are some of the dopest people in the world. And on top of that, you guys know I love the Flash, superheroes. This man is basically a real life superhero, man. He's dope as heck. And he got off drugs. Exactly. That's the biggest win of them all, right? <laughs> Let me not skip that. My bad. <laughs> Michelle, you like running. How do you feel about this positive news story? I think it's amazing that he was able to find just like a passion with running. Because like running is so simple like it's your legs you know and I know some people I feel like some people do take take it for granted because there's people out there you know they can't run and they want to and they find a way to still have that satisfaction and that feeling and him finding that and turning his life around pretty dope yeah I, I'm debating on telling a story because I don't think it's really related so Ah, screw it. We're just going to do it because I already started talking. <laughs> Whenever I was younger, like middle school to yeah. sixth grade, if I was going somewhere, I would just run. Mm -hmm. Like everywhere. Like I would run to class in sixth grade. Like I didn't care. I got off the bus stop. I would just run home. I didn't care. That's that's how I was when I was little too. It's just a liberating feeling just to run. Well, I, I was excited to get somewhere. Oh, dang. <laughs> like I'm excited to get home, play video games, play basketball, like not be at school. I hear that. I'm excited. And what was funny was people made fun of me, and so I stopped doing it. And now I don't like running, mostly because I just don't like running in circles. But yeah, don't let anybody tell you running can't be inspirational. If you want to go somewhere, get there. I bring that up, though, because yesterday we were recording this podcast on a Sunday. I wanted to get somewhere, and I was walking fast, and I was like, man, I want to get there faster. And I just started running down the street. No lie. <laughs> yes. But your legs to work. You guys have no idea how good that made me feel to hear. <laughs> I ran from, if you're not in Oklahoma City, you're not going to know this. I ran from 23rd and Penn to 23rd and Classen without stopping with the face mask on. 
Dang, this is I wanted like to get there. That's dope. That's like a mile, man. We're proud of you. <laughs> Thank you. I mean, that's cool. I know people made fun of me for my whole entire life running, and now that we're older, everybody's at the gym running on treadmills in place and stuff. And Everyone's I'm like, man, I wish I did like it Tim. outside when I was younger. Everybody's trying <laughs> to be like Tim. Man, I knew I was Mike. What do you got, Tim? Man, my oh, I'm done. Oh, hey, yeah, what me. do you got, Michelle? Ha, my second <laughs> favorite news story is actually the one you talked about. Um, with Tobin, who is um, a nurse, nursing home employer, and she basically noticed that one of her residents, her resident's name is Ken, he was going to sleep every night with his wife's picture, his his late wife's picture in his hands, and she just wanted to do like just a very nice, kind gesture, and she bought him a pillow with her face on it because you can go get customized things. And um, the video was just really touching because he cried and they hugged. And for me, like, I've worked in nursing homes before and I've worked with elders before. And I just know, like, those really small gestures is, like, a totally different feeling for them. So I really loved that story. Those are the best kind of gifts. And that really is an awesome video. It is. Man, I love this, the thought of it. I didn't get to see the video, but just thinking about giving him a pillow versus a picture. You're hugging that pillow and feeling the pillow. It... I can only imagine. I'm getting emotional just thinking about it. You you gotta watch this. This is for you. I'll definitely go back to it. It's, it's on the cute. Facebook page, right? Yeah. yeah. It's cute. Podcast. It's so cute. Done deal. I think we're out of here. We yeah. have. What do you got for our quote before we get out of here, Tim? Being brave isn't the absence of fear. Being brave is having the fear but finding a way through it. Quotes by Tim. Be brave. We appreciate everyone for listening. We're out. Stay positive. <laughs>